Now that we've summoned the demon, what shall we do with him? Start the podcast after we make an audio cue for editing purposes, and then you're supposed to start with a joke or some kind of like introduction. Should I should I clap again? Okay. So usually when we record And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name's And together we're Henry and... Coming at you to talk about the cultural happenings of the zeitgeist, John. You threw it to me like a news anchor as if I had something prepared. That is is like a crime to commit to someone. If you... John? Yes. It is summer, John. (laughs) God... Damn it. It is, it is, we are in the weeds of summer. It is, some might say, June. Some might say, and I believe those people are the, hold on, the Gregorians? Yes, the people named George who gathered around, gathered around, and decided, hey, June. And so, June it is. They did chants, they did calendars. Let me tell you, the Gregorians, a bunch of C words. (laughs) Calendar? <laughs> yeah, the Gregorian calendar. Oh, and oh the Gregorian chance. Oh, yeah. yeah. A bunch of C words. The Gregorians. Uh, John? Yes. Are you ready for this week's episode of Zero Credits? <laughs> I better fucking be. Because we're in it. Oh, is this like a Captain Barbosa from uh Yeah, you better Pirates believe the Caribbean? You, you better believe it is. This week's episode is so jam-packed full of great research content. That, you know, I think we just need to get right into it. Just uncap these bottles. Give me that. I want to, No, not that <laughs> oh, one. Oh, sorry. You want, I thought you wanted the cap. Uncap these bottles, plural. So uh, this week we're actually drinking... Well, we're drinking again, number one. Not just drinking diet drinks. Uh, but we are drinking a different beer today. Or have we had that one on the podcast before? We've had the Torpedo IPA. We've had the Torpedo IPA, but have we had... Oh, we've had Ruby Redbird for sure. It's my Um, wife's favorite beer. Did you and your wife review that on Mm -hmm. the podcast? Okay. Actually, yes, we did, yeah. I wasn't there for that. It was an episode where you edited, but were not present, and 
I still need to listen to that episode. I really need to work on... Oh, no, I was super present for that episode. There's a lot of editing. I know, I know, I've heard. I edited out every single time your wife speaks and replaced (laughs) it with me. That is... Interestingly bad. Uh, but no, the Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. Still delicious. Still, uh... We have cases of the stuff. Still grassy. Cases of the stuff. What makes an IPA juicy? Uh, I would say it's when they leave the hops in the hopper for thick too butt. long. <laughs> what? <laughs> like if it's got a thick butt, is it uh, juicy? Oh my god, I don't want to... I don't what? Uh, thi- Wait, hold on. I'm going to start a brewery and make a beer called, called Thick Butt. No one would drink it. <laughs> yes, uh, this is our amber. It's called Thick Butt. It is abnormally juicy. <laughs> this is disturbingly juicy. It is so juicy you'll puke. Ab- abhorrently juicy. Yeah. Like, if- otherworldly. No, it is... It is so juicy, it will send your brain to Mars. This is also, by the way, our porter, uh, Thick Butt 2. There's a naming convention. So I want to interrupt your locally scheduled normal broadcasting to bring you this late-breaking news. Late-breaking, I think, means... What the fuck does that term mean? <laughs> uh, I think late-breaking means it. Uh, it's more breaking than breaking news. Oh, it's even it's even more breaking. I think the parlance started in that something is late-breaking if it breaks during air. Oh, well, that this is exactly good. What? We've never had late-breaking this news. This is late-breaking news announced 16 hours ago. <laughs> oh, great. I just want to. I want to interrupt. Our we're having a great swell time here. I want to bring everyone down a peg, make everyone sad. Earlier this morning, legendary, phenomenal man, Chris Hemsworth announced to the world in front of God and everyone that he's taking a break from acting. Oh, I really thought you were gonna say he died. Worse. He's alive and and he's not giving us his talents. It's worse in that he's alive, but he's withholding from us. He's withholding his gracious muscular, muscular, that's the word, muscular form from the silver screen to, quote, be with his family, end quote. Oh, so he's taking an Adele. Oh, did Adele do that after she wrote 19... Uh, so I think it's, what, 19, 21, 25. Between each one, she takes, like, very long breaks to be a normal person. I think after 21, she took, like, or 25, she took a super long break to be with her daughter. Well, good for the people with the the, the different accents, you know? Yeah, good for the family. I, I would love to live in a funny-speaking, funny-sounding country where people can take breaks. But we live in the cold-hearted, the... Accentless country of a capitalism, baby. So we got to keep rolling out the hits, hit after hit. We got to be making that ad revenue. Yeah, I mean, in America, you're a shark. You move constantly or you die, and your skin is very shiny. And you keep eating those hamburgers and plastics to keep thrown in the ocean, and soon you're a big old bloated fat shark. Just struggling all of to us. <laughs> now let me let me throw something out at you. I'm gonna give you two scenarios. Tell me which one sounds more normal. Okay. The first one is Australian 
I'm taking a break from acting, matey. Right? Right. Now, here's a totally normal American accent. I'm taking a break from acting, matey. That one's ridiculous. That what? You can't even imagine an American singer taking a break from acting. I can't imagine an an American-speaking young man (laughs) full of muscles walking up to a microphone and saying, I'm going to work at a later date, but for now, I'm going to not work. It's it's almost like we don't even have words for it in American. Yeah, no, no, yeah, like, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. I completely agree. There are no really. I got some. I got some mixed signals as to whether or not you agreed because I believe you said no and yeah in equal no, measure. No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. You, you know people who who do that. I'm one of them. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, so Chris Hemsworth, wherever you quote end up. Oh, shit, I know what he's doing. He's just morphing into Liam for a little while. (laughs) I've never seen them in the same place. Yeah, it's, uh... Well, I was about to ruin the plot of the prestige. Ah. Uh, But for those in the know, wink, wink, it's a little bit of a prestige. He's the the red rubber ball. Yeah, he's cloned by Tesla. Wow. Yeah. Wow. David Bowie. David Bowie Tesla. So that's a shame. I I will. I mean, we got the best Thor movie, which was Avengers Endgame. So I like this because I didn't actually read the article. (laughs) I only read the headline. Nice. The headline is Chris Hemsworth taking a break. You scroll down. Chris Hemsworth is taking a year off. It's not even that long of a time. Yeah, I I can imagine not seeing Chris Hemsworth for a year. That'd be nice. I think you can still see him this June. In a little movie called Men in Black International, starring Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson. Okay. That's all I know. Sure. I love the Men in Black movie. Movie. I love the first one. There's a second? Two is good. Men in Black 2. You ever see the third one? No. Oh, it's a master class in how to end your film on a punchline. Great. Didn't well no the first one actually had kind of a cool ending with the Orion's belt thing being around the cat's. Oh, the yeah. cat's name was Orion. I don't know if you yeah, meant to spoil it, belt. but I'm going to clarify. Yeah, no, I uh, I don't want to spoil the prestige, but I will spoil the hell out of Men in Black. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch Men in oh, Black. Remember when Will Smith was in a good movie? Uh, yes, Men in Black. Men in Black. Now, speaking of actors, I have a little bit of news, or should I say? Rumors. <gasps> rumors? I love rumors. <laughs> oh no, rumor Henry. I am rumor Henry and I. You're gonna rue the day that you ruined me. <laughs> Great. I love this choice. Uh, so... As do I. <laughs> so we're, we're all fans here of the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> so, uh, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's too late to take the choice back. We would have to go back several minutes. (laughs) Uh, So there's a a rumor (laughs) that uh, joining the cast of Hobbs and Shaw or future Fast and Furious movies are three actors. Wait, I think I've heard something about this, but I'm going to let you tell me the delicious rumors. Number one, Kevin Hart. 
Gross. Yeah, really not a fan oh, of that I, one, but I that was the most likely. That actually seems very plausible because of the friendship that Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. has formed with Kevin Smallman Hart. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, you know, in Hollywood they say you always gotta look at your friends, and the only reason Kevin Hart has a career is because he's friends with Dwayne. Yeah, uh, I do not like their dynamic in any of the movies they're in together. I don't particularly care for Kevin Hart. Uh, second. What? This one's a big one. Rumored joining the Fast and Furious franchise. You're gonna kill me. Keanu Reeves. Right? Hold on. Because there's another rumor concerning Mr. Reeves. Mm Mm-hmm. With the MCU. Yes. That he's, he's in talks to join the Eternals. So there's... I'm not... This one is the most spurious. I could not find any articles of any repute about it. Is this because of John Wick, or is is this... It's just because Keanu Reeves is, is awesome and deserves to be in things? I, I guess. I think there was just a rumor that he, he might be in future installments or a bit part in a future I want him movie. To, I want him to play a bad guy. Oh, absolutely. Bad I want guy. He, I want evil John Wick. Evil John Wick. So what we got with Idris Elba is evil James Bond, evil cyborg James Bond. (laughs) Evil cybernetic James Bond. Because we wanted Idris Elba to be James Bond, so they gave us evil cyber James Bond. I want evil cyber John Wick. Yes. Absolutely, I want that. (laughs) Where, where of course, no one could be as as naturally talented as the protagonist, so of course they have cybernetically enhanced... I don't know. Trigger fingers. <laughs> his trigger fingers are so strong. His hands are guns. What if his hands were just guns? <laughs> his, actually, it's just his hands is one gun. <laughs> yes. The most powerful thing. He puts his two hands together to form one gun, and it is the only gun powerful enough to kill Vin Diesel. Yeah. It has one bullet. But I believe my delectable dying ears picked up on a third rumor. So this one was the most publicized out of all three. Oh, Even, they're canceling the whole series? Uh, yes. <laughs> Even past the Keanu, Keanu... That's how it's pronounced. Keanu. Even past the Keanu Reeves. The one that has gotten the most traction and is seemingly the most credible is you will be seeing in a future FQ feature. A Mr. Ryan Reynolds. <gasps> Whoa! Hold your horses. Evil Ryan Reynolds. God, I hope so. Oh, man. So the reason why I'm excited about Oh, that, man. He's the one that I could maybe see fitting in the best in this weird post-ironic Fast and Furious world. He would look good in a leather jacket. He, he would look good in a leather jacket. That's that's the correct you know like they have uh, they have what do they call them screen tests where it's mm-hmm. like they kind of like put you in a scene or whatever yeah it's it's every single one of the fuck you screen tests is but how do they look in like a leather jacket you know like a motorcycle jacket can I tell you what my legitimate hope for Ryan Reynolds' perspective role in Fast and Furious is sure I want him hear me out to reprise his role as Deadpool. From X-Men Origins. Oh no, why? <laughs> I, I want... No. no, no, no. 
I not that character. Okay, so not the the opening scene one. Not the weird bastardization of the character Deadpool, but I want Ryan Reynolds to be a weird immortal guy with katana swords. So kind of like Blade Trinity? Yes. You want Blade Trinity Ryan Reynolds? Yes, I do. I kind of want Here's my perfect man. <laughs> I want like half of Ryan Reynolds from waiting. Okay. And then yeah. half of Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mashed together in one so that all he does is walk around, talk, and serve plates. It would be so cool if they put Ryan Reynolds in these movies and he did nothing. <laughs> he would. What if he's just. Make Ryan Reynolds Evil Tedge. Evil Tedge? He could be like a sci fi nerd, man. This isn't something that's going to happen, but let's just say... Roman Pierce has a brother. Idris Elba. Oh. <laughs> and it's Ryan Reynolds. And we've already done this in the Fast and Furious universe with Fast 6. Remind me? I... The evil I... Fast and Familia. <gasps> yeah, yeah, But yeah. what if the evil Fast and Familia was headed by Keanu Reeves, uh, their Roman Pierce was Kevin Hart... Their, uh, their Tej was Cypher. Yeah. Oh, like a Legion of Doom. Like, like a Legion of Doom. Like a multi, like a multi-movie evil enterprise led by Keanu Reeves. And this And of course, their, uh, their, um, Paul equivalent is, is, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. But you, you do it slowly, you know? That, that's, so what are we on? Like fast... Eight? No, Fast 9 is fast next. Nine. So this would have to be like Fast 11 or 12, you know? You, you do like single features and like just like Cypher, they keep getting away. Yeah. And then it builds up to, you know, the reveal. Keanu Reeves is like, hey, Poppy. No, I don't, he would not use <laughs> he, an affected voice. He, he, he would not. Uh, but he but, would be like, this is, you, you, <laughs> they're, they're saying is you fight, you ride. <laughs> yes. That it's is, the opposite. <laughs> You fight, you ride. Absolutely. I, I, I do legitimately actually really like this idea of slowly building up this family of antagonists. I, feel, I mean, I feel like that model has been proven, you know? And, and if any company is worth their salt, they will, they will copy the model. The model is the MCU for sure. Yeah. And the Fuck You is one of the few franchises out there besides like Star Wars, Marvel, what have you... That has a dedicated fan base that goes to every movie, kind of no matter what, whether or not the quality is there or not. So, like, you've got the fan base. You've got the people coming into the theater. So, like, do it. Do the slow burn. Why not? Yeah, you have time. What's to stop you? You have time to do it. And, And you know what would be great is if Keanu Reeves' character is the third Shaw brother. Yes, absolutely. That would be... And he's, he just speaks in Keanu Reeves' yeah. voice. He's just like, whoa. <laughs> Wait, what if he still speaks in Keanu Reeves' voice? This is going way out in the weeds for our listeners who haven't listened to all eight of our episodes of talking about and Fast and you Furious. really should. Look, I've got a friend. His name is Jeff. I make fun of him on every episode. He was on the podcast. He was on the podcast. He friend. hosted the podcast. He hosted the podcast. Well, I would say I interviewed him. Friend of the show, Jeff. He always brings up, man, I really need to watch these. Don't be like Jeff. Just go ahead and watch them. Like everything else in life, don't be like Jeff. Never be like Jeff. 
Uh, but I, I do think it would be... So the Shaw Brothers, British. Uh, Cockney British. I really think it would be interesting if Keanu Reeves went like... But Orlando Bloom's Shaw was not that British. Orlando he, Bloom? It's, it's the character who plays Bard in the Hobbit films. Yes, but it's not Orlando Bloom. But he looks very much like a dark-haired Orlando Bloom. Yeah, sure. Uh, but no, what if Keanu Reeves was like, crikey. <laughs> <laughs> Core blimey. It, 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 it's the big scene between him and and, and, uh, and Vin Diesel's character, Darn Toretto's. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, looks like we got a fight, mate. I can't <laughs> not do the accent. He's like, looks like we got a fight. Mate. And then they fight, mate. And then they fight, mate. Yeah. And then uh, it would be be so good. It would be so good. I love that once every five episodes we get to live in a Fast and Furious fantasy land. And now's the time for opening beers. Let me get the... I need this. Oh, you can you just go in and reach it. <laughs> I don't know. This touched your butt. Oh, but you didn't, though. You touched I didn't touch your butt, but this touched your butt. Oh, maybe we should watch that. Did you... Nah, this podcast isn't the place for... Oh, that's a completely talk. different taste. Oh, man. Yeah, why would you go from Ruby Redbird to a Hefeweizen? Oh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Hefeweizen, and this is the second to last one for my wedding. This episode is brought to you by the most beers that any episode has been brought to you by. So wait, what were you saying before I so rudely interrupted you? Uh, I like that every five episodes or so we go to a Fast and Furious fantasy land. Uh, Did you know, due to uh, recent tariff stuff that we won't talk about because we don't want to get political in the podcast. Oh, the Mexico stuff? Yes. The uh, price of Corona is going to go up in the future. Wow, this is going to become a very expensive bit. Yeah, it has significantly changed valuation for the, uh, the beverage company that owns Corona. Uh, just because they're anticipated to increase pretty significantly, and Corona's like an like an edge case discount beer anyway, so it might push it into craft beer prices. Wow, that's gonna be yeah. Here, here's a thing. Here's something I've heard. I've heard people make fun of people who drink Corona without adding a lime. Yes, and we never tried adding a lime to our Corona. So I have a confession. Have you tried the lime Corona? This is something that I maybe haven't brought up on the podcast. The the prolonged exposure to Corona, much like the the prolonged exposure to uh, uranium isotopes in the HBO prestige series Chernobyl, it has changed me forever. People are really ranting about Chernobyl, but what you're trying to admit to me is that you, you have tried chernobyl with a line i've started to order corona at bars because my go-to cheap beer for bars that have pretty much everything is a miller high life because miller high life is like the best cheap beer you can buy most bars have it for somewhere between 275 to 350 a bottle okay so miller high life is good i like miller high life but if if i'm feeling froggy or they don't have miller high life or there's a drink special i've started drinking coronas and I don't hate it. And in a lot of cases, there's a bar that I really like to go to. They say, lime? Do you want a lime? Do you want a lime? Hey, John, you want to do a little role play sesh? Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm at a bar. 
Mm-hmm. I'm tending the bar. I'm like rubbing it. I'm making sure the bar is nice and like healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you you walk up. Okay, so I walk up. Uh, any quests? Any uh, quests? I have a quest for you to order one drink from me, Ooh. the tender of bars. Uh, well, tender. May I have one Corona? Ooh, yes, Corona. Now, will you want a lime? Do you want a lime? Do you need... Do you, by chance, need a lime? No. Which is usually what I said. Fuck you! (laughs) No, I don't know how they act. Uh, They usually say, okay. Sometimes they act a little bit weird. Uh, They're like, wait. You look just like this guy. (laughs) Who would work on his car all the time. You got the same head. <laughs> you got the same head. Are you that guy are who you, has an engine on his veranda? Are you Darm's Termando? <laughs> uh, but I recently started saying yes to the line question. Oh, no. By the way, I assume the reason why they looked at me like I was crazy and why I said no to lime. Because who would turn down a free lime? Uh, but what they do is they place it in the neck of the bottle. Yeah. And then there's a weird social thing where they hand it to you and their thumb is gently pressed on the lime. And they say, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Which is such a strange... There's never, there's no beer that you can order that requires that much choose-your-own-adventure. Well, here's... Oh, yeah. Usually it's just like, can I have this beer... Yes. Yeah, or... <laughs> That's the end of the, the... Yeah. The closest thing I get to that is another uh, shit beer that I love. Blue Moon. I oh, love. Orange Wedge. Yeah. They say, do you want orange? I say, sure. Then they pour it in a glass, put an orange piece in it. That's yeah. fine. Well, here's... And I'm glad you say sure, because you need, absolutely have to. Yeah, no, Blue I, Moon is nothing without the Orange Wedge. I like Blue Moon, but I think it's made significantly better with the orange. Definitely. And like, way, way, way better. It's like, oh, we made it with orange peel. But you need to actually get the orange in it. No, that is that is something that is not optional. If anyone out there is listening to this, if you drink Blue Moon, get the orange wedge. So here's what you do next time. You, you walk up to the tender of bars. You say, I would why do it. Give me a Corona. They're like, lying. You say, yes. They ask you that question. You say, use your tongue. <laughs> use your tongue to push the lemon down, the uh, lime down. Uh, You'll, they'll never ask you again. There are bars where it would be done. Oh, it's like a, a weird bar. Coyote Ugly? It's not a Coyote Ugly bar. You go to that Coyote Ugly? It's, it's not a... You go to strip clubs? It's not a Coyote Ugly bar, but I don't know. People go pretty far for tips. You talking about? Oh, so so you're not talking about the one place I thought you were because they don't do tips. Oh no, I was talking about a different place. The the place that doesn't do tips, they would never lower themselves to something like that because they don't work for tips. Uh, but when I say when I've I've done it with the lime twice. The first time, wow! Do you want most people just (laughs) keep that information (laughs) to themselves? I did it. You have done it with lime. I did it with a lime once. Uh, (laughs) Did you like it? It was really unfortunate because I didn't activate it on the app, so it started going me me. Oh, the scooters. (laughs) Yeah, scooters. Bad joke. Uh, But I the first time I did, they were like, "Hey, do you want me to do it?" I'm like. I freaked out, and whenever I freak out in a social situation, I take full responsibility. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good is a great way to get out of anything socially, because people assume that you've got the wheel of the ship, and you know what you're doing. Uh, But I said, I'm good. And then she handed it to me, 
And then I pushed it down. I like got some pulp on the side, oh, like squished it. Amateur hour. And I really made a mess of it. The second time they were like, well, the second time they said, can I do it? Which is, uh, <laughs> I love doing this. I love to do it. And then I was like, yeah, sure. I just was fine. Boop. Uh, <laughs> that was the sound it made. Boop. Uh, but you know what? Way better. Better with the lime. Corona with a lime taste. You were telling me. So when we, we when we do the Hobbs and Shaw supplemental reading that it's undeniably happening in August, mm-hmm. we need to get some limes with our Corona. If there's Corona in Hobbs and Shaw, wait, no, we st- we're we, actually we, operating at a deficit. We're operating point. at a deficit. So we we need to catch up to the Fast and Furious ride. Yeah. I believe our deficit's negative five right now. Yes. So we need to catch up by five plus whatever's in Hobbs and Shaw. Hopefully nothing. Uh, I don't think it, there will be any. There's no reason for there to be. If anything, there'll be a joke about other alcohol and be like, huh. Oh man, if Dom was here, the entire the entire movie's like, if Dom was here, he would yeah. do this, and then Shaw's gonna be like, oh fuck Dom. Uh. What if at the very end, Dominic Toretto comes back and he's like, "You guys miss me," and he holds up his hands, and between the crook of every <laughs> finger, he's holding a Corona. He's like. Hey, the family, <laughs> you, you and I, we family, <laughs> we family. <laughs> Every finger is corona. And then he smashes them all together. Uh, but no, we are operating in a negative five deficit. We so are. we at least have to f- drink five, we have to at least drink five coronas. And what better time to do it than the phenomenal, I'm going to call it now, better than Endgame, movie of the year. Hobbs and Shaw. So we need limes. We need to not only drink Corona, but we need to review Corona with lime. Because I think it's, like, genuinely better. Okay. Like, it's not earth-shattering. It's just a cheap beer with a lime in it. This is going to change my goddamn life. But it really does taste better, in my opinion. But maybe it's just the taste of bartender fingers. Oh, good. Oh, good. (laughs) Because they, they, you know, their hands is all up on that lime. For the record, when I go to a bar, I always walk up and say, What's your most expensive pour? <laughs> and I'm like, I'll have a double on me, <laughs> for me. I uh, The way I'm going to do it in the future is uh, they'll ask, Can I do it? And they're always they're always touching the lime already. Yeah. Uh, I'll say, No, 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 I've got this. And then I'll scream at the lime so hard it goes into the bottle. <laughs> I want you to be, I want you to, they ask, Can, can I do it? I want you to look in their eyes and say, can we? And, like, oh, no. Put your thumb on theirs and push down. Uh, Teamwork I, makes the dream work. I think they do the thumb, the tongue thing. I don't think they do that. Oh, is that too close? Is that I too... think that's probably too close. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I was not expecting to talk about the fuck you tonight. Uh, there's a lot of fuck you news. There's more to talk about, but I will probably save that for the Hobbs and Shaw episode. That, I, think I that's mean the Hobbs and Shaw episode. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw episode. I think that's a good idea because I feel like we're talking a little too much about it. But if for anyone, seriously, just listen to the week eight episodes. It's a good time. It, it's definitely a good time. Go now, listen to our supplemental reading of the fuck you. Yeah, and watch them. Like, I cannot stress that enough. Take the journey. Yeah. Drop the pill. Ride the snake. Anyway, I have one more thing to talk about. Oh, you just want to get your stuff out of the way? 
If you want to talk about your thing, that's fine. Is your stuff quick? Uh, yeah, it's pretty quick. <laughs> that's always, you know, you're in a normal conversation. I have something I want to talk about. How long is it going to take? <laughs> it's like normal length. Um, I, I, just look, I'm trying to be a better person. I realize I come off as a bit of an asshole at times. So let me take that back and say, John... I'm intensely interested in the content that you want to talk about. So, I want to get this... You bitch. <laughs> the, whoa. The most important thing about any uh, anything on the internet is to get out in front of the story, make it seem like it's your joke. Yes, you want to, just like Hamilton, get in front of your extramarital affair. Yeah. Be the person who writes about your affair with somebody else... In a time period where nobody does that. Yeah, you need to do the David Letterman. Uh, so It works for him. Did not work for Hamilton. <laughs> it works for a lot of people. Uh, but So there's something that's been going around getting a lot of heat on Twitter lately. And if, uh, if you're a follower of uh, the Trader Joe's subreddit on Twitter, then this would have come up for you. If you're a... Fan of the subreddit on Twitter? Yeah, so if you follow news about the Trader Joe's subreddit, specifically on the platform Twitter... If I follow the, <laughs> the news of one website's specific small section uh-huh. on a different, completely different yeah. platform... And the only way you can know about it is, is is if enough people are specifically talking about it. I feel like this is like when Pro Jared tweeted or cheated on his wife and the whole internet knew about it. Reach out, block wife. Uh, God, fucking Pro Jared. That's my favorite. Oh, I, I loved following that stupid shit. Between Pro Jared. Between stupid Pro Jared cheating on his wife and that one vlogger whose wife rolled down a hill, it was a very good couple of weeks for me. Alright, so. I love wife strife. The Trader, <laughs> the Trader Joe subreddit updates on Twitter. Yes. So a couple pictures were posted, and I'm actually going to read them out of order because I think that it increases the, the comedy value. So there was a an interaction on the Trader Joe's subreddit that people had taken screenshots of, and I believe the most popular tweet said, things are getting real on the Trader Joe's subreddit. So let me go ahead and read the introductory post, along with revisions posted by Wannabe Typist 11 to R Trader Joe's. That's a great name. So Wannabe Typist 11 writes, Quick cues for fans of Trader Joe. How are the steamed lint lintels? I've been a bit hesitant to bring them home to my wife to try, and I really want to get her into lintels. What path do you recommend me to take? Are there other lentil options at the store that you believe would be superior choice? Getting extremely frustrated about it. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, frustrated about, about getting his wife to try lentils? About the correct lentil choice for his wife. He's getting very stressed out about it. Now, I did say that there were edits and revisions, of course. Uh, the first edit. The first edition. I'm sorry, you're collecting your energy? I got my energy. Uh, the, the first edit... Uh, once again, on Wannabe Typists, OP, original post, original poster. OP. Uh, edit. Interesting that I'm being made the villain in all this. <laughs> but he's typing like a villain. Maybe you all should consider the fact that you're thin-skinned and not helpful with your advice. I am now considering leaving to join another Trader Joe's community. Hopefully one that isn't full of complete ignoramuses. Au revoir. <laughs> 
Wait a second. Wait a second. It's interesting that I would be the villain in this piece. Like, he's... Ta- he's... Ta- he- the only thing missing is, like, you will just misunderstand the machinations of my ultimate scheme. He, he's got a villainous prose now. He does! He, he really does. Maybe it's no fault of his own. The second edit of to course, his original post. Thanks for the gold. Uh... I'm outraged at the indignity of this subreddit. Horrid behavior by so many people directing their hate towards me for reasons I can't even begin to understand. Horrid. And that is the final edit. The assumption is the wannabe typist went on to other subreddits after this, so... I hope not. I hope it didn't subject (laughs) others to his abhorrent ways. The natural question is, how could it go so wrong? Someone asking a serious question about Lintels, steamed Lintels for their wife, because they're particularly interested in getting their wife into they want, Lintels. They want their wife to be into Lintels. <laughs> they want their wife to be into Lintels. So what possible behavior could bring about such an edit, such a such an about face, in a seemingly sunny first introduction to the Trader Joe's subreddit? Well, I've got a post for you. Of course. Uh, so this is a response. It's a comment. It's a comment. On Reddit, they're called comments. It's a comment on the OP. To the OP. A parent comment. And this is from Rain City Cat Lady. Seattle. And uh, Rain City Cat Lady responded, talking about the steamed lintels. Lintels. Uh, I had them for the first time today for lunch, actually. I warmed them up according to the package, added some bruschetta sauce and feta cheese, because that's what I was told to do by a friend, and it was so delicious. I made lentils for my significant other a while back, and he didn't like them. But I'm going to have to try these because I think they will change his mind. That sounds very supportive. Like, he get it, giving an option and also saying, like, this is how you would augment it to make it better. And even, like, sympathizing with, like, oh, my significant other also doesn't like these lentils. But maybe this will change his mind. So, like, this is very supportive. What could possibly <laughs> fucking happen next? Yeah, so, so two Rain City Cat ladies comment. Uh, wannabe typist 11 responded. For my response, let me just open with the fact that I'm going to be extremely critical of what you've just written. What? <laughs> it's the truth, and there's no way to get around it. Some things are better to face as directly as possible in order to get them over with. What the fuck? First, you said you warmed it. But How? Try to be more descriptive. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) If I'm making it for my wife, who will note is very particular, I'll need to know exactly how to prepare the food. Are you... are you... She said as it says on the package! Buy the package! Second... I'm gonna punch this guy! Second... Why even mention the bruschetta or the feta? Am I going to have to purchase other products in order for my wife to enjoy her meal? Are you fucking insane? You need to be more clear. At least, you should have expanded on it, so I know exactly what I'm going to be preparing. Just a general lack of focus that doesn't sit right with me. Plus, how am I supposed to know whether your friend is either Mario Batali or, God forbid, some street rat with a coy smile? What? (laughs) Okay, wait, hold on. Outrage aside, some street rat with a coy smile is like that. I don't know. It's like a weird backhanded. It's really the script. I like it, but also like what a dick. Now the responsibility of your recommendation rests on the shoulders of someone who I have no idea what to expect from. Not good. 
I hate this person. Third. Wait, he's still going? Why mention your unsatisfied significant other's opinion if you're trying to get my I, wife to try it in the first place? I hate this. It doesn't leave me any confidence for the product after you haven't had any prior success with it. Am I just supposed to create your recreate your dinner of ill repute with my wife? Because I cannot afford that. Absolutely not. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's dive into the background of this man's life. Who the fuck is his wife... That, like, so much is writing on this lentil dinner. And obviously, he's never cooked before. Obviously. Like, he's never gone grocery shopping to be like, I'm going to make spaghetti. What noodles do I need to buy? And someone says, like, oh, the sauce is good. like, I have to buy sauce? How dare you? How, how do I warm the noodles? So I think in his sign-off, you maybe get more of an insight into wannabe type. Is this the same fucking post? It is. Uh, Also, he made that post less than 30 minutes after the original comment. Now, uh, in his sign-off, you do learn a a little bit more about wannabe typist 11. Uh, Next time, please do not comment on my post. I'm... (laughs) What?! I'm under a considerable amount of pressure, and you've made me feel even more wretched than normal. What? Good riddance. <laughs> it's, he's like a fucking tax collector from, like, Victorian ages. Like, what? Even he, more wretched than normal. He's like fucking Scrooge. If Scrooge would, like, have a wife. <laughs> if, if Scrooge wanted lintels. Is that the would... end of the story? There's, uh, so he did leave that subreddit. People have looked up additional details about it. Apparently, he proudly posts about how he and his wife have both been voluntarily sterilized. <laughs> I oh my god! This guy's got some real amazing shit going on. I uh, I kind of I kind of pray it's like a troll. If it's a troll, it's the highest quality troll I may have ever seen. I feel like you know because it makes me angry, and I think it's very funny. I, I, there's this there's this gray area on the internet where it's like, oh, hey, you believe the thing you people say on the internet? At the same time, it's like. We've gotten to a point of verisimilitude in the internet that's just like I can't tell what's real or fake anymore. Yeah, I, I one I, of the one of Reddit's favorite pastimes is cry, the crying like fake. This is fake. This was phony. This is fake, and it's just like it's gotten to the point. It's like, does it matter if it's fake if it's good? <laughs> yeah. Does it matter if it's fake if it's entertaining? Aren't we just here to pass time? Isn't life so wretched enough that we don't need to decry the attempts of others? If life was not wretched enough already, I really, I, I admire wannabe typist eleven for a couple reasons because there are two worlds that exist: the world where wannabe typist eleven is a genuine person exp- expressing his genuine feelings. And I would feel worse for enjoying it as much as I do. I still do. Highly entertaining. A wannabe typist 11 is an infinite mine of comedy for his genuine thoughts. But also, if it's a troll, extremely well written, very funny, on brand, keeps it going throughout, manages multiple paragraphs of like the same syntax and like prosaic structure and word choice. Very good. A plus troll, F human. (laughs) Yeah, that's just <laughs> to critique the person he's trying to help. Now, hey, 
You are a big fan of lentils. I love lentils. And you shop at Trader Joe's from time to time. I do. My least favorite one is the one downtown Austin. Well, don't go there. Go to the one off Great Hills. Okay. Is that still in the Arboretum? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's next to, like, uh, Pottery Barn Kids. Yes, it is. I like that one. It's just packed. It is. Well, because it's small. It's a smaller one. But I like Trader Joe's. So you like Trader Joe's. You like lentils. What's your recommendation (laughs) for wannabe typist 11? Uh, my recommendation for Wannabe Typist 11 is to buy the pre-made uh, lentil doll from Trader Joe's. It comes in the pouches. Squeeze it into a saucepan. Heat it up. Serve it with some of the... Wait, how do I heat it up? What do you mean heat it up? Well, how? How do I heat it up, though? You, you gotta be more clear. Stove. Huh? Pan? Who? Pan on stove. Pan's a peanut butter. This is gonna be more difficult than <laughs> I thought. Wow, wow. So, so yeah, get that doll... Yeah, get the doll, serve it with some of their vegan garlic naan. And if you are like me and have never stepped into a Trader Joe's because you feel like it's a weird pirate marketplace, uh, I my recommendation is red beans and rice. Oh, wait, you live north, right? I do. You guys should go to Aldi. That's the other company. Yeah, they. Uh, it was a grocery store that split into two. I uh, kind of prefer Aldi. You know why? They're German. No, they're whiskey. <laughs> Uh, they have a scotch whiskey that has won tons of awards and is dirt fucking cheap. How many dollars are we talking? Twelve dollars a bottle, something like that? For like a, for like a fifth of scotch? Might be worth checking out. Although, their their alcohol selection at Aldi is genuinely very good. It's like Costco vodka good. I will say that, uh, my wife is a fan of whiskey. But she prefers the Irish kind of whiskey, not the scotch. I do not. If we want to open this can of worms on the podcast, I detest scotch. Oh. I really... Do you mix it with Coke? No. Are you a heathen like me? I don't think you're supposed... I mix everything with Coke. I don't think you're supposed to mix scotch with anything. Uh... Cocaine. Oh, you caught my subtle <laughs> hand gesture. Uh, but no, I, I, I don't know. I do not like scotch. I love every other kind of whiskey. I particularly prefer bourbon where possible. Bourbon's good. Uh, bourbon's my favorite. Irish whiskey second. Do not like scotch because the uh, the like prevailing flavor profile of scotch that is preferable by critics is its peatiness. And I do not enjoy peatiness. Tastes like moss. I'm gonna stick to wine, rum, and uh, vodka. Those are my my my, my holy trinity. You, you can't go wrong because even a bad rum's good. Yeah, I actually tried a new one right now. Um, I used to get Kraken like mm-hmm. exclusively. Still do. Isn't Kraken a spiced rum? It's a spiced rum. Can't get a bad spiced rum, and uh, you can't actually taste the rum. I've been ta- I've been turned on to a new rum by a local employee, Sailor Jerry's. Sailor Jerry's. Yep. And you know what? It's not as good. I will say it. I will be honest. It's not that good. It's also cheaper. It it is significantly cheaper. But if you're like me, and you love celebrating the freedom that Cuba has. <laughs> the freedom that Cuba just had taken away because we can no longer visit for educational purposes. My parents are traveling to Cuba this summer and they're hoping to get grandfathered in. Let's hope so, because that changed today. I feel like it changed a while ago, but went into effect today. Okay. I might be wrong about that. Let's let's hope your parents can get in. Who cares? Grandparents? 
My parents. Okay, parents. My dad was going to smuggle so much product back. <laughs> Here's the thing. Have him bring back cigars, like, legitimately. That's what he wants to do. No. Bring back cigars because I want one. I, I will talk I to him. do like smoking cigars. I don't think you've ever met my dad. I have. I met him at the wedding. What? Yeah. That didn't happen. He was a mountain of a man. He's a mountain Calloused of a man. Calloused hands. Gruff demeanor. Well... Calloused by what? He was had a, a goatee or a beard, if I recall. He a, he's, 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 I mean, he's kind of like me. We kind of just wear what we can grow. <laughs> okay. He seemed cool. He he's, seemed. He's great. Get him. Get him to bring two cigars. Oh, that's, and we will both smoke cigars. That's right. He, you were at the rehearsal dinner, so yeah, you know my dad. Yeah. Mountain of a man. Mountain of a man. Callous hands. <laughs> Callous hands. Was a middle school principal for a lot of his life. Where did the calluses come from? I've got something I'm very excited to talk about, John. I'm so serious about the cigars. Okay, I can't I can't promise the I've never smoked. In my life I've never smoked a single thing. Uh if you get a cigar, you don't smoke it. You puff it. Yeah, you fill your cheeks I under- up, puff I under- it up. And I understand. Never have I had anything burning close to my mouth. You're gonna smoke that cigar. for, like, cigar. a fajita. <laughs> I've, I've smoked the fuck out of a fajita. Because they're sizzling when they bring them to your table. You're gonna smoke that cigar. I've got something very exciting to talk about. It's we, gonna make your tongue swollen and we, you'll throw up. We talk, Yeah, you're probably right. You're, we talked about earlier actors. We, act, we talked about actors earlier. Mm-hmm. And this is in that realm. Because uh, I, I did something new this week for our podcast, John, and I'll, I'll finally reveal my 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 trade secrets. Because normally I'm like, I'm panicking because it's like, it's Monday and I'm like, oh man, no news drops on Monday. Mm-hmm. There's no news. Yeah. And like Tuesday when we record, it's like news is starting to come out. And then like Wednesday, Thursday, it's like, boom, there's tons of news. Everyone's dropping their news. I'm like, oh man, we should have recorded then. Yeah, we're behind the cow's tail. Here's the thing. When the news dropped on Wednesday and Thursday, I saved all of it. Oh. And now we're going to look back at what happened last week and reflect on it because that's probably like a better priority, a prerogative for us because we can't cover what the fuck is happening now. Yeah. But we can cover what has happened. Because, I mean, every time I look for the news when we're recording, I'm like, why the fuck is nothing going on? And that's because nothing drops on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mondays and Tuesdays are the worst for news, especially when it comes to, like, entertainment news, which is, like, trying to gear up you st- for, like, the weekend, because all entertainment happens on the weekend. Because everyone knows that all actors go to sleep on Saturday and wake up on Wednesday. It's true. They are vampires in a state of torpor. So, just like vampires, a couple of weeks ago, some vampires passed some horrible legislation in Georgia. Oh, no. Yes. I I don't want to get too political, but this is a fact. Georgia passed a six-week abortion ban. Uh-huh. That is just what they did. I'm not yes, commenting. They passed a two-weeks-late-go-to-prison ban. Pretty much. Uh, where... Th- we're like the. I know we don't want to get too political. All but we're it is doing is stating that I facts. Want, uh, yes, and we're stating the fact that if a doctor gets caught, like 
performing an abortion, they get a worse sentence than like a rapist. Yes. That is a fact. That is not a, commenting on that. That is a fact. Just it, pointing that out. And I would also like to point out another objective fact. If that makes your stomach turn, uh, you're still human. Uh, so congratulations. Just pointing out facts. Here's another fact. Georgia happens to be a really huge, like, Hollywood South location. Mm-hmm. And when this news broke, it didn't take long after for huge, huge organizations to start saying, Hey, it's been fun, but if this shit is gonna stick, we're gone. One thing that you'll notice at the end of a, a fair number of, of motion pictures and television shows, a fair number of episodes of The Walking Dead, actually, yeah. is that Georgia Peach. That Georgia Peach. That comes up at the end. Because they get a tax break for filming there. Like, like there's an industry kind of built around it. Louisiana had this for a long time, and then Bobby Jindal li- literally screwed us out of it. What? Bobby Jindal did nothing but good things. Oh, fuck right? you. Bobby Jindal was so good for I the I get state that of you're Louisiana. joking. So, so you're th- probably thinking like, oh man, some small time, you know, movie people were like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna pull out. The first company to announce something was Disney, <laughs> who controls like twenty seven percent of media. Yeah, a mega monopoly said no thanks. A mega monopoly who like other companies compete against. Said no thanks, and it was it's not it's not like oh you know oh the, the employees of Disney are really mad. It's the CEO Bob Iger is like hey, this ain't cool, and you know who joined like so Disney made that announcement not soon after. Competitor, direct competitor Warner Media oh, no. was like Disney's got it right. We're gonna pull out like if this if this. Stands. Mm-hmm. So now you've got two huge media conglomerates who control like a combined majority of media in the nation saying, Georgia, your tax credits are not worth like going against our ideals. Yeah, and I mean, it's totally within their right to do so. No one says you have to film in Georgia, and the amount of money that Georgia's gotten from. There was a, like, Georgia filming boom Yes, for a long time after they introduced those tax credits because Georgia is... What they look for in states for shooting locations is they look for the affordability, yes, to film there, but also they look for a variability of topography, which is the reason why for a long time there was a Mississippi film boom, there was a Louisiana film boom, because there is a ton of like topographical differences in the South. Yeah. You have like great shooting locations. The only things you don't have are mountains, and you can fly to a mountain. Pretty but much. You have hills, you have plains, you have valleys. Like They're beautiful places to shoot with various kinds of vegetation. Yeah. Just like great light quality. Uh, but fuck Georgia, says Disney. It- and Warner Media, and CBS, and Showtime, oh. and Netflix. Oh no! And AMC theaters. And then we get into individual actors. Like a bunch of individual individual actors start popping up too, which is like, okay, yeah, you're cute. <laughs> the huge, like big boys are, are are talking here, but it's just like so many people were like. For some reason, this is the straw. 
this is the one straw that we will. We, this is the hill that we're gonna die on, mm-hmm. and it's just. It's like if everybody's in on board, then George is out of luck, and if like the the vampires who who made the stupid bill in law that passed it are like, oh, we'll, are in, we'll just survive without your your stuff. It's like you know, Louisiana did that. We're still not great. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana lost a ton of money, and Georgia, good luck on the peaches, I yeah, guess. Yeah, good luck on the peaches. You're really not giving us anything else. I feel like, a, a, were there Marvel movies that had the filmed in Georgia peach on them? Marvel almost exclusively used Georgia for all of their Avengers films, like... Like, oh, seriously. No. That's millions of yes. dollars. Georgia was a huge part of Marvel. Like, more recently, for some reason, Captain Marvel. Okay. Filmed in Louisiana. Okay. Just parts of it. Yeah. I'm sure. Not all of it, but like. Louis- that was kind of cool. Yeah. We got where, the head nod. Where are they going to go to next? I really feel like they. Honestly, like, if. Okay, you can't get the varied terrain, but if you just want, like, space to do green screen shit, go to the deserts, go to Nevada, which is basically empty. I'm going to do the expat thing. Go to West Texas. That's where we... No, we're East Texas. Oh. No, we're East Texas. We're Central. Yeah, East Central Texas. But West Texas, out near, like, Marfa and Big Ben, where, like, all the deserts start, awesome filming location. That's pretty but cool. also, Texas don't need you. Texas don't need nothing. What do you mean? We're our own country. Texas has a like a crazily self-sufficient economy for the most part. Oil. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We have oil. Yeah. But I mean... We've got like the third largest GDP in the nation that or in the world or whatever. Second largest state. What's larger? Alaska. Not a real state. <laughs> You're right. Not a real state. Alaska. Oh. Alaska is a whole other country. They got oil, too. Uh, <gasps> I, I think about that sometimes. I don't process that I'm a citizen of Texas until people start kind of attacking Texas. I'm like, yeah, fuck Texas. And then they attack Austin. I'm like, but Austin's pretty all right. All of the major cities in Texas are pretty okay. Houston. Uh, enough Texas talk. Don't film in Texas. Film, film in one of the middle states. Who? Tennessee. South Dakota. That's way north. Yeah. He said middle. Like Wyoming. Well, Tennessee's way east. Wisconsin. No. Wisconsin's I'm north. Thinking of, what the fuck's in the middle, dude? Oklahoma? Oklahoma, sure. That's getting there. Maryland? No, no way. Nebraska? Nebraska? Yeah, Nebraska's kind of in the middle. Not... Kansas. Film in Kansas. Kansas. Film in Kansas. Kansas has nothing. Kansas has jack shit. They have corn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. If they film in Kansas, can there be like a little splash screen at the end that's like... <laughs> it's an ear of corn? <laughs> it's an ear of corn that says... Kansas, you're in Kansas anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You're in Kansas anymore? Yeah, you're in Kansas anymore. Oh. You're in Kansas forevermore. Yeah, Georgia's fucked for a lot of reasons. And it's good. Well, (laughs) stating facts. Yes, let's keep it purely to facts. We're keeping it factual. I like... That people with different opinions can express their dissatisfaction 
with certain things monetarily, saying, hey, we disagree with you on an ideological level, Mm -hmm. therefore we're going to uh, practice some capitalism and shop different options because we don't feel like supporting that ideology that you believe in. Yeah, I mean, in a free marketplace of ideas and currencies, uh, living in like a... Living like a socio-capitalist country yeah. like America, voting with your dollar is a genuine strategy, doesn't work for your average customer, but it does work for hyper-monopolies and corporations. Like, this is exactly how the dollar voting thing should be used, you know? Yeah. Because the average person has little choice, you know? Like, we can't boycott gasoline. Yeah, I mean, we're in a position where we've been, like, hemmed into a corner... Where our options are limited between a terrible option and a slightly less terrible option. And we have to make those choices to survive. Hyper-corporations can make their own options. Exactly. And I don't support the existence of corporations like Disney, as they stand right now, uh, nor Warner Brothers. Uh, But in the world that we live in right now, those are the only places that can meaningfully do the dollar voting thing. It's kind of like we need millionaires and billionaires to fight off the other millionaires and billionaires like i like that bill gates super leaned into malaria and was like let's eradicate this let's genetically change a species of mosquitoes to be like hey you can no longer carry this disease i think that's cool as shit but at the same time i just want one billionaire to be like hey i'm gonna buy congress and then tell them to do nothing (laughs) i i think that when we get to a place where a billionaire, let's say Jeff Bezos, even though he would never act in the public's goodwill, yeah. he would just say, I bought Georgia. That law is not a thing anymore. Yeah. Or, so, welcome to Bezosia. Or just like a, a millionaire who's like, I saw that a lot of contributions came from Verizon and AT&T on, on certain people voting for FCC laws. So what I did was I made larger contributions and told them to vote, well, like I, I just to ignore yeah the other lobbyists basically. Oh, that would be like some uh... to, to not tell them how to vote, but just tell them, hey, here's a larger sum of money. Ignore that person. What I want is some robber baron Carnegie level infighting. Yeah, where the and I mean Carnegie was worth like six hundred Jeff Bezos's. In his time. In his time. Uh, But the idea that people could be like, no, no, I have so much money that not only am I changing the laws in my favor, I'm completely overriding everything you've done for the last three years. That's what I want. Like, I just want, like, a a robber baron billionaire to be like, uh, like, I'm going to give you this money only if you listen to your constituents. Yeah. Just like... (laughs) Just open up your phone lines, actually have your people listen, and vote that way. That would be amazing. It's not going to happen, but... Excuse me. (laughs) Having a beer burp attack. But like like a a Robin Hood, a modern-day Robin Hood, who steals the votes away (laughs) from the rich to give them back... To the everyday man, we like, need a we need a robber bear in hood. Yeah, like we need we we need hyper rich Robin Hood is what we need. 
So, whenever Notch feels like stop being an asshole. Whenever Notch stops being, and these are just facts. Let's just, let's <laughs> let's just, just lay out the facts. Let's just be clear. These, are, these facts. are facts. And there's a record on Twitter. Notch. When Notch stops being a transphobic, fascistic, racist asshole who did not invent Minecraft because Hatsune Miku did. When he stops being a jerk, sure. I mean, look, I, I feel like if you have enough money to outbid, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z for a home, you have enough money to influence. I guess, does that currently count? Yeah. Does that technically count as foreign money? I don't know. I don't know if he's got... He's, I he's Swedish or whatever? Dollars to donuts. He, he's never taken a citizenship test. No. But, I mean, let's not... I don't want to gloss over this. Uh, Notch did not make Minecraft. It was Ooh. made by. Do you do you know who Hatsune Miku is? That sounds like that Japanese like hologram girl. Yeah, so it's a Vocaloid. How did a Vocaloid create mind Minecraft? Uh, Hatsune Miku made Minecraft, and Notch took credit for it. Hatsune Miku is a Vocaloid. That yeah. means she's like. She's like an auto-tune. Not a real person. She's like, she's like a she's like, not she's like a voice synth- synthesizer. John, who, she's who not made real. Minecraft. John, she's not a real person. She made Minecraft. No, she didn't. Hot Notch didn't make Minecraft. <laughs> Hatsune you, Miku. What the fuck are Hatsune you saying? Miku made Minecraft. What are and you saying? Hatsune Miku is not a fascist. Hatsune, Hatsune Miku is not a racist. It's a pop idol vocaloid. Who, who made Minecraft? <laughs> what is this nonsense you're spewing? Hatsune Miku. Microsoft made Minecraft. <laughs> no, Microsoft bought the rights to Minecraft from Hatsune Miku. No, they didn't. They bought it from Notch. Hatsune Miku. What, what are you saying? Hatsune Miku. Ma- I hate this revisionist history. <laughs> I'm just saying. Stop saying Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Hatsune Miku made Minecraft. Look, where is this even coming from? Is is this a meme? Demonstrably, the best thing we can do to people with uh, fascistic tendencies is to deplatform them, right? Yeah, true. So what we need to do is say, for everything that they've done of worth, Hatsune Miku did it. Can Hatsune Miku be a fascist? No, for Hatsune Miku does not exist. Hatsune Miku created Georgia? (laughs) Hatsune Miku... People took Georgia a different direction, but Hatsune Miku <laughs> ran Georgia when Georgia was good. Hatsune Miku signed the MCU to, to film in Georgia? Okay, no, they didn't do that, but wait, let's think. What other... Okay, so let's say... Who's a, who's a bad person? In the world? Yeah, who's a bad person who made a good thing? A bad person who, who made, made a, good, a thing. good thing. Like Jeff Bezos made Amazon, right? The Amazon's market. good? Nah, Amazon's not very good. Am Minecraft's I... good, but that's because Hatsune Miku made it. Oh my god, what are you saying? Alright, so let's say... Um, Alright. Have we explained thoroughly oh, enough on the on. podcast who Hatsune Miku We said Vocaloid many times. So, what is that guy's name? Ford. Ford? The creator of... Oh, the anti-Semite. 
Was he an anti- What the fuck? The guy who made the Ford automobiles? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. The anti-Semite who took credit for making the Ford automobiles because the Ford automobiles, the Model T, famously designed by Hatsune Miku. <laughs> All right, so I think I found a good... Yeah. No, uh, Henry Ford, huge anti-Semite. Not a cool guy. Shame he's a Henry. Invented, not invented the assembly line. Made the assembly... Took credit for making the assembly line that Hatsune Miku created. So what you're saying is if bad people do good things, we just credit it to Hatsune Miku. What I'm gonna do right now is... So what you're saying is, and baby driver, (laughs) Hatsune Miku's performance as the banker, or whatever the fuck that guy's name is, was very good. It was very good. It's just a shame that after Hatsune Miku turned in that great performance, Kevin Spacey was then ADR'd in. Uh, visual ADR? Visual ADR'd in. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to look up very simply... Uh, I'm, I'm looking up right now on Google, creator of Minecraft. Tell me what you see. That is, that is undeniably <laughs> a picture of pop idol Vocaloid... Hatsune Miku with her blue hair. What, are the, what do you call those sleevey things? I don't know. Detached sleeves? You only see those sleevey things in, like, anime. No human wears these. I'm not sure any human has ever worn detached sleeves. You know what's really weird? Toward the end of David Letterman's tenure on The Night Show, or whatever it's called, I, I, I would always watch it with my dad, because we watched it growing up. And toward the end... As a musical guest, David Letterman oh, no. had Hatsune yeah. Miku on as a guest. He, he did. And my dad and I watched it, and I turned to my dad, and my dad turned to me. And we both looked at Dave, and Dave looked like he was into it. <laughs> and we, we looked at each other, we looked back at Dave, Hatsune Miku was singing. I was just like, this is America. <laughs> uh, don't get you slipping up. I... Did see that. You saw that? I, I did. That's amazing. I've got my finger on the pulse of Hatsune Miku news. The creator of Minecraft and the car and America's father, America's dad, <laughs> yeah. one of the greatest American comedians who wore sweater sweaters, very brightly colored sweaters, and did the bing and the boppin' and the boopin'. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame Bill Cosby took credit for all of it. Yeah. Bill, Bill Crosby. Bill Cros- <laughs> Wait, two singer? Two things. Bill Cosby has erroneously, Dave Cook-like, taken credit for all of Hatsune Miku's jokes. But also Bing Crosby has taken credit for all of Hatsune Miku's songs because Bing Crosby, famously a child beater. Oh. But Hatsune Miku, once again, cannot stress this enough, number one, not real. Number two, does not beat children because she cannot because she is not real. She is a Vocaloid, which is basically an auto-tuned setting that somebody sings into and has made albums and concerts. It's like a Microsoft she, Sam. It's I a voice synthesizer. F- I feel like she has a show. Like probably she was she, on, is, she was advertising Domino's Pizza for a while. She is huge, absolutely huge in Japan. And you know what's insane? She will not perform in Georgia anymore. Well, that's pretty Disney cool. Disney and Hatsune Miku. Actually, I, I honestly, I said Disney said it first. Hatsune Miku was the first one who said, I will not be interacting with Georgia anymore. Disney was like, well, if Hatsune Miku said it. Yeah, then... she, and she said it in Japanese. It was very nice of her. Yeah, she said, 
Oh no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I've got a clip. You got a clip? I've I've got a. You know, I just realized that probably my phone does not have the capability of translating the phrase "I will no longer interact with Georgia" into Japanese yeah. and then through Hatsune Miku. Also, uh, I I don't know if it needs to be said. This entire episode recorded entirely without internet because my internet has been out for a record ten hours now. Yeah, you uh, you're you're really living the Stone Age life. Yeah. And before I go on a huge rant about that, I'm sorry, John, but I have to shake your hand. Or it's time to part ways. What? From this episode of the podcast. Oh, no. And from this episode of the podcast. Oh. Thought I had another thing. I didn't. Did you have anything more from the last week other than the Georgia thing? No, I, I literally, like, that was the big thing. Okay, good. I was concerned that we had eaten up all your time with the Hatsune Miku facts. Well, it's just like, the first story popped up, and it's like, oh, Disney, that's pretty big, I'm gonna save that. And then another headline, Disney, and then another headline, Warner Media, and then CBS and Showtime, then Netflix, then Netflix, then Jessica Chastain and Sophie Turner. Then AMC. It's just like, it kept piling on and piling on and piling on. I was like, this is a cool snowball effect that I'm watching kind of in real time. Because mm-hmm. I keep saving headlines as they pop up. And that's not, like, if I were researching today, trying to find something, I probably wouldn't even be able to find this stuff. So I think that's probably a good takeaway for next week is start cataloging early. Yeah, I, I think we are better served observing the week kind of as it happens and then recapping it when we record because the zeitgeist these days is so quick that if you try to like just zoom in on a single moment you're gonna miss something unfolding and we don't want to do it we don't want to miss nothing this this is the time of of observance yeah it's the it's the time of observance it's the time of ghosts the zeitgeist. The time ghosts. Which part of zeitgeist is time and which part is ghost? Oh, guys. Geist, geist is, geist ghost, is definitely ghost. And geist then was Zeit- a GameCube game about being a psychic ghost. Actually, I said, oh, yeah. You want to stream Geist on Twitch? It was kind of like, um, per- not Perfect Dark, the other one. Goldeneye? No, the dark one. What? Yeah. There's Perfect Dark and there's Goldeneye. No, 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 it wasn't a shooter. You basically had... Like, psychic powers, but you were huh. a ghost? So it was like Second Sight? No. Psyops? No. Parasite Eve? Eternal Darkness. Yes. It's like that. It was like Eternal Darkness. Man, Eternal Darkness was a fucking banger of a oh. game. Eternal Darkness was great. You know, decades ago, I heard a rumor that there was going to be a second... And I was very sad to learn that never happened. Uh, Eternal Darkness is still, like, number one with a bullet. Best use of people speaking a language and then transitioning into English. Yeah. Because they were they were speaking Latin, and then it slowly turned into, like, Englishized versions of Latin words, and then just into straight English. I've never seen anything do that since, and it's so smart. There was... Okay, there's one thing. One other instance. It's in, and don't laugh at me, it's in Hunt for the Red October. Okay. They show, I believe it's, I I know for a fact that it's Sean Connery, but it's somebody else, and they're speaking Russian with subtitles, 
and they zoom in on like a tertiary character, a background character, and as they zoom in on him, it trans like they the other two characters start talking English because okay. it's like, hey, you're now seeing it through this third okay person kind of view. I had no idea. It's I've, been a long time since I've seen Hunt for Red October. I'm a DOS boot man myself. The only DOS boot, DOS boot, DOS boot. But the the only like egregious with that is that uh, Sean Connery made no <laughs> efforts to disguise the fact that he is 100 percent Scottish. So it's like, wait, in this reality, is he speaking Russian with a <laughs> Scottish accent? Is that? Is that what we're supposed to believe here? You know, that's what HBO's Chernobyl really nails, bringing full circle. No crazy Russian accents. Everyone just kind of speaks in a relatively normal accent. Some people are British, whatever. Is that good? Yeah. Bad accents are bad. Wait, hold on. I I just want to know. How do you have all this time to watch all these things? What, you me? watched through Barry season two already? Oh, I devoured Barry. You're, you've, you've seen Chernobyl? Haven't seen a single episode of it. I've okay. only read about it. The only People thing, are loving it. To be honest with you, the only thing I've watched for the past month and a half has been Barry. And of course, as always, Grappler Baki. Grappler Baki's real good. And on that Actually, note, it's just called Baki. And on that note, yeah, it's on Netflix. And on that note, I feel like it's time for me to hand the reins over to you. I think I did it last week. I think I can do it. I think it's your... That's only fair. Oh on God, weeks when you edit, I do social media. On weeks when I edit, yeah, no, 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 no. So I think yeah. everyone... No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, don't leave. It's time. <laughs> For the social media plugs. Jeff, it's very important that you stay because I'm going to cater all of these specifically to you. So, if you want to send us a tweet, you can do so by sending a tweet to at ZCPCWHJ on Twitter.com. That stands for Henry. That stands for Zardo. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Zawardo. Is it Zawardo? From a JoJo's? Yes. Zawardo C. Coardo P. Powardo C. Coardo W. Wardo H. Howardo, comma, Jeff. That's what the J stands for. Jeff. The J stands for Jeff. And if you, Jeff, want to send us an email, perhaps maybe like an essay or, uh, I don't know, just like say hey. Just, just say, hey, reply to an email chain. Email's a normal way to talk to people sometimes. Uh, email's, like, totally normal. Totally normal, like, if you've got, like, an improv or a comedy or a sketch group. Like, everyone just talks in emails, and you just have to read through emails all the time. Email is perfectly normal. You can send those emails to zerocrata... <laughs> zero... Hold on, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Don't laugh. <laughs> because I said it right the first time. That's right. Zero crawdads is a purchase. At gmail.com. Just, just kidding. It's zero credits is a podcast at gmail.com. Send us your emails. Send us your emails. Send us your emails, but under no circumstances should you send us an email. We are on Facebook. Search for Zero Credits Podcast on the Facebook search bar. Send us a poke. Send us a joke. But under no circumstances should you send us a grand ambassador Snoke. Ah. JJ Abrams. 
Uh, it's been more than three months since yeah. we streamed, so we yeah. can no longer talk about Twitch. Hopefully, that will be corrected when we play through all of Kingdom Hearts. Now! I'm actually doing that right now. I would be so down for playing through Kingdom Hearts with you. On to the real important stuff. Number one, we are on Spotify. You can find us on the podcast section of Spotify by searching for zero credit, open parentheses, S, close parentheses, on Spotify, as if anyone listens to podcasts there. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Well, here's the thing. iTunes is going to be gone. Mm -hmm. So you will only be able to find us through Apple Podcasts soon. Yes, we we will soon no longer be on iTunes, but I feel like the migration is pretty much the same. Search for zero credits, I think, just with the S works the last time I checked. Yeah. On Apple Podcasts. It's very important that if you find us on Apple Podcasts, the best way people can learn about this is if you leave us a review. Jeff! Jeff! Jeff. Leave us a review. Five stars if you can help it. Four stars if you're feeling stingy. But honestly, if you're feeling stingy, just give us another one. Just give us five. Give us the maximum number of stars allowed and you'll stay alive. Now... The most important thing is that word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. That was like a try rhyme. Yeah. I actually yeah. rhymed an I've sound three times, which is a like a cadence I can't keep up. So it's probably like a failed rhyme. Like an AA would have worked. But you did AAA, which I did is, AAA. Which is the automative administrative <laughs> assistance. I think it's Alcoholics Anonymous Alcoholics. Uh, now... The most important thing with this podcast, I know I said that Apple is important, but you need to tell people about it. If you care about this podcast, if you care about us, if you care about the fact that we meet every week to the detriment of our relationships, our money, our time, our suits, my beautiful wool suit was soaked in the rain today because I was busy hurrying to get to this podcast. And you know what wool does when wool is wet? It expands, and that's what I want this podcast to do. I want to expand our reach. So if you tell a friend, and they tell a friend, then by God, three people are listening to this podcast, which probably more than we've already got. Jeff, and from everyone here at the Jeff-centric studios apartment, filled with spider studios, we want to wish Jeff and everyone else... A happy week. Jeff, 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 Jeff. You know what's really funny? Even though we did all of that, I guarantee you, he stopped listening when we started it and heard none of it. Here's the crazy thing. If he's not listening to any of it, we can talk any shit we want about Jeff right now. You know what I heard about Jeff? Give me your top three most hated things about Jeff. Top top three most hated things about Jeff. He's a bird. One. He's not real. Two. Hatsune Miku Three. is him. He's Hatsune Miku, he's a bird, and he's Jeff. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Here we go. What? Were you going to... Wait. Were you going to prompt me to tell you my most least favorite things about Jeff? <laughs> I, random, I randomly said, here we go, at the end of the episode, where the next thing... Like, I was... The only other thing we could say is goodbye. Goodbye!
crazy if everyone listening to this episode named Jeff died. No! <laughs>